We're analyzing Constellation Brands stock ticker STZ to see if its market price is a fair value. We're using the Select 6 analysis to look at the most telling financial metrics before estimating an intrinsic value for Constellation Brands. Then we're giving a final rating to the business. There will be a key bonus metric along the way that just might be the tipping point when analyzing Constellation Brands for your portfolio. Before we get into these valuable metrics, let's understand Constellation Brands stock performance. Constellation Brands currently trades for $228.23 per share. In the last year, their stock price is down 9%. In the last five years, their stock price is almost flat. They're down 1% overall. Going back 10 years, it's a completely different story for Constellation Brands. They're compounding at a rate of 16% annually. And going back prior to the global financial crisis, in the last 18 years, Constellation Brands is compounding at 12% annually. The company also pays out a dividend yield of 1.4%. They're average dividend yield throughout this time would be in addition to these compounded annual returns. Constellation Brands is trading $30 below their 52-week high. They're trading $20 above their 52-week low. Only 1% of their shares are sold short. The company has a $42 billion market cap. But why should we be paying close attention to Constellation Brands? Constellation Brands is the largest provider of alcoholic beverages across the beer, wine, and spirits category in the United States, generating 80% of revenue from Mexican beer imports under top-selling brands such as Modelo and Corona. The rest of the business includes some remaining wine and spirits brands, categories where the company has been shedding assets in recent years. With its exclusive rights tied to the Mexican beer brands effectively only in the United States, the firm has small revenue exposure in international markets. Constellation owns a 36 6% stake in Canopy Growth, a leader in medicinal and recreational cannabis products in Canada, and has a 50-50 joint venture with glass manufacturer Owens, Illinois in Mexico. Constellation Brands was founded in 1945 and is headquartered in Victor, New York. Starting with metric number one, we want their average return on capital in the last five years to be above 14%. There are two key reasons for this. The average publicly listed business earns about a 7% return on capital, and over the long run, over the course of decades, a stock is likely to return approximately what its underlying business returns, these business returns will be captured here by return on capital. By looking for a benchmark of 14%, we can potentially build in some margin of safety for ourselves based on the quality of the business being about twice as good as average. Constellation Brands has increased their returns on capital throughout this time. In their most recent year, they earned just under 13% returns on capital. Averaged out in the last five years, they're earning about an 11.5% average return on capital in a given year. While this is solidly above average, this is below the benchmark we were looking for meaning this is an X on metric number one. We're taking a high-level overview of their growth in metric number two. We're looking for revenue, net income, and free cash flow growth in the last five years. This metric is all or nothing. All three of these have to be up for this to be a check. During this time, Constellation has grown their revenues by 16%. Their net incomes were only positive in two of these five years. They were positive in 2019 and they were negative in 2023. This was in part due to a $2 billion loss on equity investment. This came from their investment in canopy growth. One redeeming point here is that this did not affect their free cash flows. The company has grown their free cash flows by 26% in the last five years. They've had positive free cash flows in all five of these years. This is important because free cash flow is really the lifeblood of any business and a business's abilities to produce free cash flows now and until judgment day, discounted back by some reasonable interest rate, is 
is what that business will be worth. We'll be using that exact method later on in the video to come to an estimate of Constellation Brands fair intrinsic value. So you'll want to stick around for that. Because their net incomes are down over this time, this is an X on metric number two. Metric number three, we're looking for earnings per share growth in the last five years. We're taking the perspective of an individual shareholder in Constellation Brands. The company has bought back about one and a half percent of their shares outstanding. These are slight share buybacks. However, because of that loss on their equity investment in Canopy Brands, this means their earnings per share are down over this time. This is an X on metric number three. Metric number four, we're looking for free cash flow per share growth in the last five years. With their slight share buybacks and their growth in their free cash flows, this has led to strong free cash flow per share growth. This is our first check of the day coming in on metric number four. Through our first four metrics, we have three checks and one X for Constellation Brands. During economic downturns, it's overly levered businesses that are likely at the greatest risk of poor outcomes. In metric number five, we're evaluating how the business uses debt. We want their net debt, which is their total debt minus their cash and their short-term investments, to be below the amount of free cash flow the business has produced in their last five years. Constellation Brands has reduced their net debt position during this time. At the end of their most recent fiscal year, the company had $12.3 billion in net debt. In the last five years, the company has only produced about $8.5 billion worth of free cash flow. With the amount of debt they're using in their business relative to their free cash flows, it looks like Constellation Brands is overly levered compared to some other businesses. This may or may not be a potential concern, especially due to the type of business that they are. As a brand name consumer alcoholic beverage business, this is likely something that you'd want to dig into their filings to understand how this debt is structured to really understand if this is likely to cause issues for the business or not. This is an X here on metric number five, and we have one check and four X's through our first five metrics. The big metric of them all, metric number six, we want their average free cash flow to their total enterprise value to give us a yield that's above 5%. If this is the case, this will give a slight risk premium to the yield of the 10-year treasury, and it may offer a fair starting point for evaluation of Constellation brands. We're using their total enterprise value as it takes into account both their market cap and their net debt position. It gives us a perspective of the business that's more similar to as if Constellation brands were a private company. Constellation brands has produced $8.5 billion of free cash flow in their last five years. In an average year, this means they produce $1.7 billion worth of free cash flow. When we divide their $1.7 billion of their average free cash flow by their nearly $55 billion total enterprise value, that gives us an average free cash flow to enterprise value yield of about 3.1%. Worth being aware of, the company has produced just about that same amount of free cash flow in their most recent fiscal year. The company also has about a 3.1% current free cash flow to enterprise value yield. Both of these are coming in below the yield of the 10-year treasury, meaning they're well below that risk premium we're looking for. This is an X on metric number six. Just because this is the case doesn't mean that you're going to toss this business out. This is not a buy or sell recommendation of any security. It's not financial advice. You'll want to stick around as we perform our discounted cash flow analysis of Constellation Brands before we give a final rating to the business. But first, we can't forget about our bonus metric. As our bonus, we're looking at Constellation Brands' dividend profile. Constellation Brands pays out a 1.4% dividend yield, which is slightly below the yield of the 10-year treasury. With any business that's returning capital to shareholders, we want to make sure that that's supported. Constellation Brands has been able to maintain a healthy dividend payout ratio and support their dividends using their free cash flows in all of the past five years. They've grown their dividend payouts throughout this time, and they've also grown their free cash flows per share. The business does have a relatively high debt position, but it does look like they're 
maintaining a pretty modest dividend payout ratio. Free cash flow can be used to pay dividends, pay down debt, make acquisitions, reinvest back into the business, or buy back shares. Constellation Brands seems to have used their free cash flows in a variety of these ways in the last five years. You can learn more about management's approach to capital allocation by reading through some of the company's recent filings. Everything we've discussed so far is important, but there's something missing that in my opinion is the main reason to analyze Constellation Brands, which takes us on to using a discounted cash flow model to come to an estimate of a fair intrinsic value for Constellation Brands. A DCF model is based off the predictability of a company's free cash flows. It's just like any model in any discipline, its outputs will be sensitive to its inputs. Here we're starting with Constellation's cash flows, and we're using historical growth assumptions to project these into the future. Assuming the business grows their free cash flows at a rate of 11% annually over the next 10 years, then in the 10 years from there that this growth rate would be cut in half. If we add in their tangible book value, which gives us an estimate of their tangible net worth per share, and we were seeking a 15% rate of return, which is the rate of return Warren Buffett is looking for from his investments in addition to his margin of safety requirements. From today's valuations of Constellation Brands, it looks like a fair value for the business is only around $103 per share. That's significantly below the company's current stock price, which would be cut by more than half. There are some factors to be mindful of here. The company has had a low degree of business predictability in its past. This impacts the assumptions we're using for our model, and this could also be the case going forward for the company. Also, their dividend yield would be included in this 15% rate of return. Most importantly, this analysis is not financial advice. It's not a buy or sell recommendation of any security. Before considering any potential investment decision, please consult with the properly licensed and registered legal and financial professionals. In just a minute, we'll get to our final rating of Constellation Brands, but we have through a address something first. What are the qualitative aspects of this business? Starting with the qualitative factors supporting a potential long thesis for Constellation. Number one, investments in digital capabilities and e-commerce distribution partnerships should give the firm a competitive edge in reaching customers in their 20s and 30s, which is an attractive cohort for brewers. Number two, efforts to secure water supply and expanding brewing capacity in Mexico could pave the way for solid revenue growth in years to come. Number three, strong brand equity and well-established distributor relationships will continue to fuel beer volume expansion for Constellation. Then for the qualitative aspects supporting a potential short thesis, number one, regulatory uncertainties remain high regarding Constellation's investments in cannabis maker Canopy Growth. Number two, in addition to craft brewers, Constellation faces competition from a host of beverage innovations with alcohol content similar to beer while offering new flavors and new consumption occasions. Number three, distribution rights surrounding the Modelo and Corona brands limit Constellation beers operations to the United States market and prevent the firm from replicating its success internationally. There you have it for a balanced perspective of the qualitative aspects of the business. Now it's time for Constellation's rating. In analyzing Constellation Brands, stock ticker STZ, we learned the company earns above average returns on capital. However, they were below the benchmark we were seeking. The company has grown their revenues and their free cash flows in the last five years. Their net incomes are down due to a $2 billion loss on equity through their investment in Canopy Growth. The company has slightly bought back their shares. It doesn't look like the business can support its debt loads with its free cash flows on either an average or a current basis. This may or may not be a potential concern that you'd want to dig in 
and learn more about. On both an average and a current basis of their free cash flow to their enterprise value yield, those yields were about the same and they were coming in below the yield of the 10-year treasury. Constellation Brands has managed to grow their free cash flows per share over the last five years and they've increased their dividend payouts as well during this time, maintaining a reasonable and modest dividend payout ratio. Performing a discounted cash flow analysis of Constellation Brands, if you've done the work and you believe those historical growth assumptions will be accurate and applicable going forward for the business, from today's valuations of Constellation Brands, if you are seeking a 15% rate of return, an estimate of their fair intrinsic value is around $103 per share. The company was last at those levels in December of 2014. There are some factors we mentioned why that may not be accurate for the business. You'd want to dig in and learn more about the business as you stay patient. Putting all the factors of our analysis together, Constellation Brands looks like a very weak candidate for further research. If there's something about this business that's attractive, please don't let that discourage you from digging in. There's plenty to learn about the business. If you enjoyed today's video, please be sure to like the video, subscribe to the channel for more stock analysis videos, comment down below what business you want me to take a look at next time. Thanks for learning about Constellation Brands with me, and have a great day.